You are listening to the Outbreak Podcast Network, part of the Outbreak Entertainment family. I'm a blessing, I'm a vision. Outbreak Entertainment Podcast Network presents. Tales from the Highway, a wrestling podcast with your hosts, James Pritzke and the Queen of the Highway, Ferrari. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Tales from the Highway Wrestling Podcast. I want to thank everybody for joining us here on the Outbreak Entertainment Network. Uh, of course, alongside the ever so graceful Queen of the Highway, Ferrari. Ferrari, what is going on? I don't know if graceful is really the best word to describe me, but I appreciate that. Did you did you get busted open? Uh, no. Then you were graceful. You did a good job. You did a wonderful I, job. So you took care I of Mark. Of, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's great. Um, we are two uh, two weeks removed from Rocksteady Wrestling 5. We're now two weeks away from Rocksteady Wrestling 7. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry. Six. Six. On the seventh. On the I seventh. Know. I knew that. I was getting there. Too many numbers. Yeah, too many numbers. Uh, starts at uh, seven, of course. Yeah. Um, May events announced already. Christmas tree. Barbed wire Christmas tree match. Yes. Um, and that is, we'll talk more about that later on when we have the Suicide Messiah on um, mm-hmm. for the um, for the pocket. But before we go do that, um, I'm sure you've heard the rumblings about... Generation Championship Wrestling. Of course. Oh, is this on? Is this thing on? <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing is on. Of course it's on. It's Sorry. <laughs> which is GCW. And GCW has a wonderful idea that is coming to fruition in the last day of March, first day of April, WrestleMania week. And this will all be taking place in Ybor City, Mm -hmm. which is going to be probably the only independent wrestling promotion that is going to be operating inside the city limits of Tampa. On top of that, they are inviting other promotions to come in because they feel that it was a job for this to happen. And this is what is so amazing about this is they're actually giving opportunity to other people and, and not right. it's not just them. So. It's literally the coolest thing I've heard in quite a while. So because, you know, we've always talked about we want, you know, we want wrestling to be better. We want people to be able to work together. You know, mm-hmm. why are we competing for the same group of fans that just like to go to wrestling shows? Exactly. Yeah. And this is what's going to happen. It's going to happen on the 31st and the 1st, which is great because it's before the WWE takes off and does all their events on the 2nd through the 6th or 7th or whatever it's going to be. Um, And it's all going to happen during that period of time. Ladies and gentlemen, I have, you know, this is very difficult because I've always known him as the owner of GCW, but now I have to label him on um, the official title, I believe now is co-owner. 
of mm-hmm. GCW. You didn't right. sign off on that yet. The paper boss does a lot of the clerical, so he might have signed off on it then. Uh, I, I, we're going to get into what's going Either on. Either way. Here. Yeah, we're going to get Welcome. into Welcome. Yeah, so uh, Jeremy Gomez. Mr. Gomez, what is going on, my brother? I'm okay, man. I've, uh, I'm drinking a Bang Miami Cola. Oh, sorry. Whatever. Yeah, we're going to have you. Give them a sponsorship. Right? Yeah. I'm having my first trial of the Miami Cola Bang because I'm How is now it? to drink Bang Colas all the time. Yeah. Uh, just, just because of business. Right. Uh, it's... Yeah, it's okay. So, Sorry. It's all right. Sorry. Right. Yeah. So I've got, I've got some other favorites. This yeah. is a great idea, man. Thank and you. and you, yeah. I'm gonna, tell, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you 100 percent of the credit here because of the fact that you had this idea prior to this whole entire debacle with Jesse Cage. Who? Oh, yeah. That guy. Yes. Yeah, he was part of those. I'm sure he had a lot of. He had, he had a lot of say in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Um. Actually, no, man. I think I just thought. I think I just thought of this like. Well, here's the thing. I, 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 I was going to do a WrestleMania show. I'm from Tampa. WrestleMania's in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we got another company that shares an acronym with us. Okay, how about this? We share an acronym with them. They've been around. Anyways, <laughs> they came into my town. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've never been big on the Fed blocking people out. I'm going to get just destroyed for saying that now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, sorry if I... If I, if I not around after this week. Uh, anyways, um, so I, I've never been a fan of, of, of big companies blocking out other companies. Although, to their credit, you know, if I had the money, you know, smart move. Good job. But anyway, so I, I, I figured a long time ago that I was going to find a building. We had a building. It got moved. Yeah. Uh, we fell into a better building. And just location-wise, the buildings are almost exactly the same. I mean, they were, I think, believe they were built by the same architect, mm-hmm. uh, same as all the other clubs in Ybor City. Um, which is we, we fell into the Italian club. Um, She's club. Italian, by the way. I am. Me too. Okay. See, the, I knew I liked this guy. And there you go. See, and here's a little known fact: Ferrari, or um, by her human name Danielle, <laughs> is actually the owner of Outbreak Entertainment, mm-hmm. who is the parent company of the podcast now. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. uh, and our promotion uh, that we do, uh, Rock. I'm glad you talk me up because I'm I'm like I'm sure you've heard about that uh, Rock Steady. Yeah. No, I heard about them. They were you, you guys sent me like 14 emails already. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> Maybe 15. It must be, it might have been all hers. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was me. Yeah. I do the important stuff like getting things done, signing people, making things awesome. He does whatever. Anyways, so no, um, so I I had the building booked early. Um, we weren't real. I'm not gonna lie. We weren't gonna do it this way. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna rent out the building, uh, to, you know, in sections, and you know, I, I was, I'm not gonna lie. I was gonna charge like four or five thousand dollars for two hours at a time. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about it, and I'm like, dude, I already paid for the building. Um, it's already ours. We've already dropped like thirty k on it between the rings and everything, and all that. So, you know. We could just sell tickets. If we make our money back, awesome. If I get close to making my money back, awesome. But it's wrestling, so it's a gamble sometimes in the indie world. But I was going to do it anyways. It's our town. I want all the other wrestlers to have mania moments. Straight up, I want them to work. It's In all the businesses I do, I try to at least put over the other people or, or the other businesses. You know, wrestling mm-hmm. is my only thing. So yeah. So that was it. So I, 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 Man, I think I was watching something on Netflix or something, and somebody said something. It might have been like a stand-up or something, and I just I was like, dude, you know what? Something clicked in my head, so I'm like, hey, we're just going to do it this way. And my wife was like, really? 
like, yeah, I'm just going to do it this way. If it works out, awesome. If not, at least everybody... Well, the great thing is is it it really just takes, like, one person or one company to just, like, put themselves out there. And, you know... (laughs) I mean, I like when, um, because somebody actually messaged me about it and I was like, this is literally like literally the greatest thing that I've heard because, um, we've, we we were like, do we run mania week? Do we wait until the following week? Like, do we want to compete? You know, I've had other wrestlers, I've had wrestlers, friends of mine who are talking about coming in from out of town, trying to run a show. And I'm like, you have no idea what the fed is doing down here. Like, you have no idea that they have locked up almost every decent building. I, I, I you know, lucky that the building we're in is kind of loyal to me. Yeah, you know, no, that's awesome. Like, you know, my, my family's from Ebor. When when they came over from Spain and Italy, mm-hmm. both sides of the family went to Ebor, and we've been on there since. I mean, my grandfather was the first bartender at Columbia when it opened. My cousin uh, Jason Fernandez owns Carnet, and he owns Bernini's right across the street from the Italian club. So I mean, Ebor is home. So they, right, they didn't go for it. Uh, they stick with us. And that was cool of them. Uh, that is. A, that's a, loyalty is a big thing. I mean, we're all kind of like that. I'll tell you what. Italian clubs stuck with us before I even paid the down payment. That's, I, had, I had a verbal that's agreement awesome. with them that I was going to come and do the thing. Hadn't put the down payment yet. And they, they you know, they mm-hmm. let me know that somebody else tried. So, you know, good. I, I'm happy. So, it worked out. Yeah. But, you know, Italian club also knows that I'm from Tampa. I do other events going forward. This could be. Right. It could be oh, a good yeah, partnership so. to. Awesome. And, and, and uh, we can go. Let's dig into that a little bit because um, not only does Mr. Gomez run GCW with a lot of help, with a lot of help, <laughs> may I? Yeah, and credit you, once in a while. Yeah. However, you also have maintained a major food truck business, and I'm going to tell you how major it is. I love the chocolate festival, which, by the way, I, that's I missed up that. Again. I wanted. I wanted to go it's last be year. Ridiculous next year. When is when is that coming uh, up? Uh, it's February fifteenth. Oh yeah. well, Damn, yeah. count me in. Awesome wrestling. Yeah, yep. and, and, and they do the show right there, right, right outside, and that is like the best time of year if you're going to do an outside show, um, as you <laughs> found out about three, <laughs> ta- three times this year now. Uh, yeah. Florida, and it's rain. It's raining <laughs> oh, yeah. tonight, yeah, guys. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's very funny that you mentioned that because here we are one day, we're sitting here watching UFC because we're, we're big UFC um, fans, yeah. and we're like, you have the show in Hudson, and we're like, I'm looking at the weather. I'm oh, like, yeah, we're watching the radar going, oh, no. I'm like, oh. That was all Jesse. I'm like, Gomez is getting Yeah, let's blame Jesse. Jesse. Blame him, Jesse. I, I told him weeks ahead of time that we need to cancel it. He's got a big ego and all that, you know. And he, it rained out, like, right before that match, too. Uh, it was, like, two matches. Know, the, the Kate cult was going to protect him, and they did Kate cult, Kate cult, whatever. Uh, they were going to protect the weather from hitting, and, you know. Listen, yeah, like, weird. wrestling in the rain is no joke. We've done it. It sucks. Here's the thing. Like, it's... I, I'm, I, I don't call things until it starts lightning. Man, I, I was born. In, right. I was born in 1979. We don't call sports events until we're going to die. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. 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 I, that was a pretty ferocious yeah. storm, though. I, did, I didn't want to call the event. All these people had come out. I mean, there was people pulling in, like, in the rain. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people pulling in in the rain. And, like, I, yeah. I didn't want to call it, but it comes to a point where, you know, it becomes a safety issue. That was so much exactly, lightning. Yeah. That was so much lightning in that storm. I mean, I, I, I know some wow. companies like to operate downpours and stuff like that i mean some of our workers have worked with some of those companies they all assure me that that's stupid and i've got to take their word for it i'm not a worker so you know i don't have any first-hand knowledge how dangerous it is but when everybody's telling you you should probably mm-hmm. keep the warnings just a little bit there's still no lightning but you know whatever yeah you know it, the funny thing was uh it was cool everything was cool the weather was holding out as soon as the storm shows up 
We're talking about the wrestler formerly known as Tony Storm with a Y. <laughs> as soon as the storm rolls in, here comes the rain, dude. Like, seriously, it was a, just a downpour from that. And oddly enough, I asked Tony, um, or, yeah, that, I'm going to use the shoot name. I asked Mr. The Storm, how about that, uh, if he could stop the rain, and it did not work. So, <laughs> so it's his fault, then. Again, all, 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 those, all those muscles, Mr. The Storm, and no influence. Great stuff. Great stuff. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, what is going on with Jesse Cage and the Cage Cult invading GCW? It's not much of an invasion if you just type a bunch of things online and never do anything, right? Well, but the, the, there's a lot going on. I mean, first of all, my understanding correctly, the two of you are actually going to meet up at this uh, at the WrestleMania event. I mean, whatever, it wouldn't be the first time. Are, are we going to meet up? No, we're going to have to be like actually working together all weekend. Or, oh, I'm sorry, all week. Yeah. Huh. Is, I mean, whatever. The guy's good at what he does. He has his following. He's been in the radio for a long time. He's got his friends in wrestling that like to steal group names, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he'll be there. We'll get along oh, or not. I, I if he makes a, it, I mean, right? I almost have a feeling that he just took a shot at Jericho. I, I did? Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, after all, you know, he has his own inner circle. This? Did you just put words in his Actually, mouth? I don't mean, have the inner circle anymore. I've conceded the name to the much, much, much older wrestler. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, man. Look, Jericho is like the greatest ever. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's um, definitely one of the best. So, uh, that, she has worn be- a beer it. of his before. Oh, so. yeah. Chris Jericho spilled beer on me. Oh, really? Yeah. We went to um, Heart and Def Leppard, and um, he, shiny shirt and all, double fisting beers, comes walking on by, drunk. Nice. Spills them right all down me, and he's like wasted. And I'm just like, you know what, Chris? Yeah. It's fine. We had met him a couple times before, and I'm like, just in, enjoy. Like, whatever. Like, the Ayatollah of rock and roll gets yeah. wasted once in a while. Right? Okay. At rock and roll shows. But it's yeah. fine. No, it's man. fine. No. It was a great concert. Does, Obviously. I, being in the highwayman, it's not like I haven't been covered in beer before. That, so, that, that you know, I mean. Obviously, being the astute wrestling professional that Jericho is, he knows a cool name when he hears it. And, you know, yeah. So, yeah. You're welcome. Pretty and, cool. I mean, unfortunately, things get stolen in wrestling yeah. A lot. So. Yeah. Um, way a, too much. Do you have a finger tattoo? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Mandrake and I have our wings, or rings tattoo. Oh, see? I gotta get some other colors put onto it. But yeah. Yeah. So. I've yeah. never had any other colors on me other than that color. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so... So, um, so, yeah, so what is going on with the cage cult? Why, why all of a sudden is he part of it? Okay, like a long time ago, we had business together in the food trucking industry. Okay. Um, I think it was like World's... My, I, I, I run the, literally the largest food truck event in the world. We have a world record for it. Mm-hmm. Let me say that over and over every interview. Yay. Bells and whistles. <laughs> um, you said that back in February, too. I well, understand. Well, soon okay. I'm going to have yeah. two, so I'm going to say that. There you go. Anyways, um, so he was a partner, and uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm a brash individual. You know that. You've... Heard me oh, yes. curse at people and yell at people in the ring. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, well, you know what? Uh, let me rephrase it. Sammy's you hearing. Curse at people in the ring. Yeah, uh, you should hear Everywhere. what he does to a specific fan. Um, hi, Amanda. Which one? Anyway. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda? Yeah, remember her? Yeah, I know. Crazy, the crazy. I have no problem with Amanda now. You know, my uh, friends, the Metro Brothers. Yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah they do. throw drinks on her and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that night, too. As much as I don't encourage the uh, members of the group formerly known as the Inner Circle to do stupid things, we might have a running bet to see who throws the most stuff on her. But whatever. (laughs) (laughs) 
they are definitely. I think Chris is winning right now. My personal favorite, my personal favorite was actually at last year's Chocolate Festival. Go ahead. Last year's Chocolate Festival when Chuckles the Clown. Oh, you're you're uh, overcoming your clown fear. Oh uh, yes, yes. I, I'm trying to help him. I yes. am a huge Chuckles fan. I, 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 like, did, I did. I did a really good job at fighting for a cure. Um, when, yeah, you we did. You were. You were. Yeah. I mean, we I actually did. Chuck you were close. Yeah, you were I, pretty close. I did good. I did really good. You know what's um, even yeah. Scarier than Chuck in the ring, like hanging out with Chuck in real life outside of the ring. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Don't just. Just don't. He's nuts. I love that guy, but he is nuts and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is nuts. Anyway, anyways, get back to the damn story. I, I, I talk a lot and I get sidetracked. That's all right. We're used to it. We're used to it. <laughs> because I have all these great ideas. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> um, no, so we had business like 2014, 2015 like that. And we separated because I, I someone said something about my company and I don't tend to have a filter and I completely went off on them maybe on social media and all over the place. And, you know, Eddie, um, uh, Jesse at the time was working for a, a certain radio station. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can't always be around people running their mouth if you have another business. Anyway, yeah. so we're right. in our separate ways. It's a good radio station, too. It's a crap I listen to station. it. They hired him, so it must be hard. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, well, they, they don't, he's not there so anymore. I don't we, think we so. We had some papers to dissolve our uh, business relationship, and I thought they were all signed up. And, um... Yeah, I forgot to sign them. Oh. So, statute of limitations, ipso facto things that I can probably blame on somebody else. Um, yeah, he comes strolling back in about a year into the company and says he owns half the company. And guess what? He's got pretty good lawyers, so whatever. Well. I have uh, no problem with it because, hey, I don't mind using his power and his influence to put us over a little more if he wants to play. And uh, eventually, you know, he'll in our way too much and we'll do what we do with everybody else we'll move him out of our way yeah end of story he has a pretty powerful circle might right. not be an inner circle inner anymore circle. but it's a pretty yeah. good pretty well big I, I know that he had he he was a wrestling fan because he did used to come to bourbon street and watch mark do all those crazy hardcore matches oh yeah he has a, co- he has a couple friends in the industry and i believe at one point i actually i believe at one point he did actually train in wrestling. I believe he went to Malenko's school at oh. one point a long time ago mm. until he hurt his little scrawny kneecaps. Mm. Oh. It's okay. We'll you sure did he hurt his scrawny kneecaps or was it Malenko introducing him to the business? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It won't be the last time his kneecaps get hurt. So Oh, okay. You know, oh. got those Metro brothers. Yeah, yeah. About it. they break kneecaps. Yeah. Hey, listen, and stuff like I, you know what? And, 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 I know, I know all about that. <laughs> and, and, and I, I believe you, you have a pretty. You go by the by President uh, Roosevelt when he said that you run things with a loud voice and a big stick. I do, and you have one of those sticks, by the way. Very big stick. Oh yeah, he does have a big stick, by the way. I do. Yeah, I do. That's a that's that's a cane. It's a reference. cane, yes, ladies and gentlemen. It's yeah. a cane. I want you to get your get, get your mind out of the gutter over there. You've and, seen me with it. Yeah. Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. It is. It's, it's nice. It's heavy. Uh, it is. I, I remember because you had oh. me. Have you held it? Yes, I have actually. He has not held. Yes, <laughs> actually, yes, <laughs> I have held it. This is, what, this is what I get all day. People arguing with me that they've held the stick. I held mm-hmm. the stick. I have held the stick. 
This is horrible. It was this in February. I held the stick. I did the chocolate festival. <laughs> the chocolate festival. Things got crazy at the chocolate festival. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. As they should. Yeah. I feel oh, like some other direction. <laughs> I, I, I recall. I recall one fatal four-way tag match where I no. remember people climbing into the trees <laughs> in that Lord, match. Okay. When, when Effie, who uh, defected to that other company with an acronym like ours. Yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> by the way, side note. Um, We've never done anything that that other company has done, but uh, yeah. guess who uses workers that have come through our company first? Just saying. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, the four-way match with the uh, Kinsey scale that I invented, which is uh, Effie and Jamie Senegal. Yep. Uh, who was it? Uh, oh, geez, Lakota. Dakota was in there. Um, the, the, the Jim Nasty, Nasty boys. boys were in there. And, yes. And, oh, oh, those and guys. Fit. Man, that was a four-way craziness. And, and yeah, the Fab Pit, yeah. If if you haven't seen the match, go on our YouTube channel. It's up there. That was a, that was a really cool match. Effie did climb a tree, in fact. Yes, and he then, did. Uh, he uh, fell gracefully out of the tree. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't very graceful, by the way. You were. It wasn't you're, like you're, it yeah. wasn't like falling with style or anything. Yeah, Effie has fallen with more style than that. Often, okay. Yeah. Most of the time. Most. He yeah. Did his most best of the time. Because, yeah. Yeah, that tree. Yeah. Well, the the. the he, he he's not used to trees that big, okay? Yeah, it was at least 40, 50, 70, 90 feet in the air. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I, I don't know about Remember it. Remember the, you know, Shane falling off the Jumbotron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, like yeah. twice that? Four of those? Oh, four of those. And okay. leaves. Yeah, leaves. Oh, okay. Yeah. And more sticks. And clouds. Yeah, yeah. clouds. Gotta come through the clouds. Clouds, yeah, yeah. It was pretty. It, was I, it, might, it might land in the chocolate. Have you ever seen Kung Fu Hustle? No. With the palm ascending from heaven? No, but now I'm gonna have to go watch that. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, <laughs> crazy. amazing stuff. I'm telling you. It was. It was. Yes. I don't even remember where we were talking about with that. We that. were talking about Jesse Cage. I thought for a moment God, there. I keep to oh, yeah, I'm gonna try to stay yeah. away from him, but. I mean, but I think we got the gist of it. Like how this. He's part of the company. He made friends with Matt Seidel. He's bringing in Matt to try to take the belt. Oh, Sir Rios Badu. Matt Seidel. He was a. He's a good performer. I mean, come on. He did a really good job with Evan Bourne in WWE. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, I still remember that one beautiful time he did that sh- shooting star press off the top. The airborne and it landed right into an RKO. Actually, I hope oh, that yeah. happens again. <laughs> I hope it does, too. I remember the last time he was relevant. I believe it was Wrestling Society X, which yeah. was at least 10 years before. Because if you go to Impact, Impact is uh, not very relevant anymore. Who, what? Impact? The Owl Show? Yeah, I think it's that's... still on? The I believe so, yeah. No, actually, they're doing pretty good right now. Yeah, they might be, but, you yeah, know, they're still... There's a lot of wrestling, dude. Yeah. There is a lot of wrestling, but yeah, I, I, I think... Wrestling. Wrestling. Is that AEW company? Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah. back company? They had a really ridiculous hardcore match for no reason the other night between the, two very expensive people. Seems like it's a normal... That's <laughs> a normal thing. And that's the problem with, I think, with AEW is that they're doing stuff trying to just outdo... First of all, NXT. Why? I mean... Build your company. Just don't try to outdo yourself. Because if you get to that point, like the attitude error, then you're going to lose it. You have to drop sometime. Kenny Omega in a hardcore match because Kenny Omega is cheap. I mean, his his booking fee is nothing. Yeah, no problem. Put him in an unnecessary hardcore match to beat NXT. Yeah. No. Business move. That should. They should. They should. Yeah. 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 Kenny Omega just wrestling a jobber could make enough money for probably for NXT. But then it was awesome. I'm not going to come. They're putting a lot into it right now. Oh, dude. They are. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. But I, I also they're just they're trying to keep the attention on them. But but, but there it, is a, there's a lot of wrestling going on 
in the world. Yeah, I'm happy oh, yeah. for everybody, actually. And, yeah, I yeah, mean, well, you should be. All the workers I'm are. glad that wrestling has made a resurgence, you know? Like, oh, yeah. people it, like wrestling. But that's, I mean, if you want to come full circle, that's why what, what you're doing WrestleMania week is so great. Because you're going to showcase all these different wrestling companies, you know? I can't wait. We've got and, and I saw, I was, I was super, like... Interested? There's going to be a burlesque show. There's going to be a burlesque show. I'm interested. Actually, here's a skinny. Um, my wife and the uh, paper co-owner's wife get along pretty well, despite uh, their husband is not getting along very well. That's good. Well, that's, that's good. Which is good. Because and that by, helps and keep by, things. And by, and, 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 and by the way, uh, by the way, I'd like to say hello to Mrs. Gomez because uh, she has definitely uh, been following us as well. Uh, she actually is actually following the Rocksteady page. Now, oh, too. good. Well, thank yeah, you so, so much. And I'll say hello to Miss Paper Boss. Paper Boston, Miss sure. Miss Paper Boss Hi, Miss Cage. And uh, that's no must respect her. I mean, for somebody that has to take care of baby, Kelsey <laughs> all day. Understand saint. that. I understand Absolute that. Absolute saint. Yeah, no problem. Kind of like my wife that has to take care of me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, we, I, I, I know that I, I have that's to. That's what wives do. We have to babysit a few, a few people sometimes. It happens. You know, that's See? no problem. Yeah, burlesque show each night. Um, I, I mean, I talk a lot, so I might, I'll give you a brief rundown. So far, we've got so far we've got Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yep. So okay, here's the thing: we have about 63, 64 companies that want to be on the show. Right. Some of the companies that are on the show now is because we owed a couple favors to. Uh, absolutely, I <laughs> totally uh, understand. Elevate, elevate from Louisiana's on the show. Elevate Pro. Um, I believe GCW two. They loaned us their champion to help us in Detroit when we took the show to Detroit uh, at the time of mm-hmm. Panico, and, they said, and I'm, so, I'm happy you went back to Detroit we'll get into that in just yeah. a few minutes um, then we got okay so we got Tampa Bay Pro we got Elevate we've got um, Platinum Pro from South Florida mm-hmm. um, goodness who else do we have on the show right now I'm forgetting somebody GCW obviously I'm trying to think mm-hmm. who else um, did I get them I saw maybe I okay, scrolled through the Facebook yeah, page yeah, earlier so. we've got a couple sorry we have a couple that we haven't announced yet Right. I haven't announced them yet for a reason. So, so far we've got, you know, five or six companies on the show. Um, Mecha Wolf 450 is going to do something at nighttime after the burlesque show. So he's going to start, he's going to do a music, like rock, Viking war, crazy thing each night at about one o'clock. Um, we have a special company that we're working on coming in. We have, I'm not going to say anything because we haven't sealed, sealed the deal yet. A company that's been um, non-existent for the last couple of years that everybody's going to be surprised has a has a one-off show with us. Interesting. Um, mm. We've got another company from New York coming in too that we should be announcing sometime this week. And uh, and then we have the dubious task uh, since those favors are done and dealt with then we've got all these companies that we have to figure out how to get them in and what to do with them and how to split them up hourly but that's what we got to do. It, it might be putting them in a hat and picking them out. Right. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Sorting through the emails has been crazy. Sorting through the messages has been crazy, and it hasn't stopped for days. So we're, we're we're trying our best, but it's it's an endeavor. So and then we've got other stuff going on. We've got you know, I've got food coming in, food and drink. We've got you know, coffee and breakfast in the mornings, and you got the catering for all the staff coming in. And you know, we're the first shows of the week, so we've got right. plane flights that we have to deal with too. Thanks. Yeah, we're got other other uh, other people. Yeah, we're we're taking care of most of your talents, plane flights. So. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. So, doing okay. Got a couple good signings. We got my. Well, I mean, Psychosis is coming. Mm-hmm. I saw that on there. Yeah. So I'm gonna mark out for a little while when Psychosis gets there badly because I mean it's Psychosis, dude. Um, yep. We got uh, Tessa. We just announced Tessa's coming today. Tessa, Tessa Blanchard. Blanchard. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, if you don't know who Tessa is, wake right. up. Right. 
Tessa, Tessa Blanchard's made a few appearances on NXT too, so I mean she is yes. recognizable. Um, and her uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the last name Blanchard. If you pay attention to old school wrestling, mm. that is the daughter of one Tully Blanchard. Yeah. I mean, arguably, other than Rick, my favorite horseman. Yeah. Um, and I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I've been wanting to get Tessa in for a while. Tessa is one of my favorite female wrestlers right now. She mm-hmm. wrestles full speed. Mm-hmm. And like hard as hell, mm-hmm. and, and she and, and like you, for our, she beats up some of the guys. I've seen oh, her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watch. Uh, isn't she got a match with Sammy Callahan? Like, oh yeah, she. That's been going shortly? on for yeah, well, like a, like a, yeah. That's been a thing. Like, a like, mat, like, a, oh, yeah. like a yeah, like a final meeting. That's Hopefully that's why I was yeah. paying attention to Impact yeah. again. <laughs> oh, okay. Tessa Blanchard Suicide kicking Sammy's in. ass. We got, <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, Cole Cabana's coming. Yeah, of course. Um, Echo Wolf, Rio Spadu, we got we got a lot coming in, man. We got I, I don't know if you got our page. We got a cute little picture of everybody that's coming in. It's just mm-hmm. like a, yeah, it's, it's, it's just like growing. <laughs> it's, it's growing. That's not even I, I venture to say that's not even half the, the roster, and that's mm-hmm. just us. So we've got you know at the show it's fifty dollars, but you've got you'll probably end up seeing twelve promotions. Right. I mean, we've got sixteen hours a day for wrestling, so right. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be cool. Now I'm going over to my head now while we're talking. Right. Yeah. And you can get tickets. Uh, you got tickets on Eventbrite, yeah, right? On I saw. Eventbrite. <laughs> Thank you, Eventbrite. The link is uh, completely messing up all day, so you can, <laughs> you can just go to the event page and buy them straight off of there. That there way. You or, go. or if you go to Eventbrite, just type in GCW. We run this town, and then for some reason, it magically pops up. Okay. There you so, go. Okay. We run this town. We yeah, this town. I've, we've noticed that with Eventbrite that the keyword tends to work better than a direct link. So yes, that is true. Yeah. yeah. That is so, much certainly so true. Yeah, GCW, we run this town. So we picked that mm. name for a reason because we do. Now we don't, which we have. We're, we like Ribbon and other companies, so we did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might have seen our flyer that triggered a whole bunch of fanboys. Oh, well, you know. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break here and we're going to get some more out of uh, Mr. Gomez here. And uh, stay tuned. And uh, hey, hang around. It's been awesome so far. Like me and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out at CBDMD.com. There it goes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Yeah, I pushed the wrong button, apparently, or double-click, whatever. It, it, it's running now. Um, welcome back to Tales from the Highway, a wrestling podcast. Of course, uh, we are joined by the... You know what? I'm, I, I'm, just, I'm disregarding the fact that Jesse Cage even has any kind of ownership. The owner of GCW, Mr. Gomez. Thank you very much for joining us here again. Um, You're welcome. It's always a pleasure having you it on is. the show. 
Um, so I have a question. I bet you do. Officially. Okay. Are the Metro Brothers the first GCW Tag Team Champions? Well, yeah, I said they were the champions, didn't I? It rained. You yes. did, yes. He did yes. Do, do, due diligence. We had a whole bracket being rained out. They already beat everybody else in the tournament. I mean, uh, Dante is still in freaking Narnia or Hogwarts or whatever happened to him when he jumped through that pillar at the last episode. Oh, you haven't seen that yet? I have not seen that yet. Oh, spoiler alert. Seriously. <laughs> He dove into a pillar. I think he was trying to get to like platform nine and three quarters or something like yeah, that. It didn't yeah. go nice. well because this is in like Magic World, and he bounced off the, you know, yeah. Dante. Yeah. And Mikey, yeah. clueless as usual, didn't stop him. So, so yeah. Anyways, the point is, uh, I made him the tag champions. I guess uh, Paper Boss said something different, and now instead of them being the tag champions, he says they've got to earn the belts at the next, at, you know, November thirtieth. Well, if 30th. they've beaten everybody, then why? I know. But I think he put them in a four-way match or something against, oh. um, I think, people they already beat. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Do you so know who they're? I don't even know who they're working. Uh, does this really matter? Because they're going to win, right? Well, yeah, that's why I'm... Again, that classic tag team. Oh, they beat them like three times already. Again. Yeah. And what other... Oh, those, uh, those kids. What are those kids' names? Yeah. Um, uh, Culture Squad. Oh, Culture, Culture Inc. 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 Yeah. Inc. Inc. Culture Inc. Incorporated. Uh, yeah, incorporated. Yes. They're yeah. not even Culture old enough Inc. to like own a business, but they're incorporated. So right. Now. Yeah. And then cool. they got that mouthpiece that runs. Can with you them. can you find that on Sunday? You remember that? You what's the, what's the mouthpiece that runs with them? I know one of them's name is Malik. And then the other kid that told me his name like 15 times when he had to fill in for somebody against Rios and then got destroyed. I think it was Eli something. Eli. Eli, yeah. not Manning, Eli. So anyways, and then they have some mouthpiece guy with them. So it's like, yeah. yeah, a bunch of tag teams that they beat and then some manager. Anyways, bottom line is whatever. They're the champs now. If the boss wants to flex his muscles, I called him the boss. Whatever. If the other boss, paper boss, wants to flex his muscles, that's fine. At the end of the day, who always wins? We do. All right, so you're, saying, close? you're saying there's a recognized reign as the champion, correct? Yeah. Okay. But they are currently, according to the paper boss, no longer champion. Uh, so, or they never were champion. So in my mind, until they get to that match, they're the champs. And for a brief couple minutes, while they're negotiating terms of them being champs mm -hmm. in the ring with other professionals, um, they can be, I don't know, interim. And then when we walk out and we leave, we'll be champs. Okay. Whatever. Okay. We'll see how I'm feeling on November 30th. Um, because oh. I am having that surgery yes. on Tuesday. Um, I already told you what's going to happen. So. Well, yes, I understand right. that, but I, it's close by. Um, it's going to be at Coachman Park. Oh, but it's nice time of year. I ran there, the so. color run there years Surra ago. Surrounded by a, one of my big festivals, it'll be fantastic. You know, okay. so if you like food trucks. Be sure. Yeah. Well, I won't be able to eat yet, but that doesn't mean that you can't go out and enjoy it. Coastman Park, uh, 301 Drew Street, Clearwater, Florida. Um, and because it's a special food event, um, that usually indicates that the wrestling there is free Free to come in. The whole event's free. The whole event is free. Right. So there you go. I like people coming to our events. That's why so, I do things like that. So the whole event. Right. There you go. There it is. Like it leaves there. you more money to eat food. Yeah. We got like 220 food trucks. We got GCW. What else do you need? All right. So, that hey, sounds like a good time. Yeah, a couple there you food go. options. Okay. You know. Sure. 
Well, as I said, I'll be barred from food. Let me think what else we got that day. Okay, we got the GCW World Championship. Rios yeah, so Badu. Rios Badu is going against, is that, am I reading this correctly, Matt Seidel? Going against the Airborne that we talked about earlier. Yeah. His name is actually Matt Seidel. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the Fed name. Let's see. Yeah. When you're in prison, Seidel they give you a different name. Um, and then uh, what else we got that day? Oh, um, Kylan King, the uh, number one contender for the Women's Championship, mm-hmm. is uh, finally getting her shot against... Oh. The queen of GCW, Trisha Dora. Yes. Oh, cool. I, 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 I love Trish. She is a class act. Yes, she is. Um, I will tell you right now, I actually did an uh, interview with her on the, on the J&J Wrestling mm-hmm. Podcast before we changed it over. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, a class act. Um, and she's been wrestling all over the country. Actually, she even went out just from, from England. Um, and England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so she's been wrestling outside of the country, too. Went to England, came so, back. Is she, Japan, she's came been back. GCW Women's Champion for a year, over a year now, right? 380 days now. Okay, she, yeah. She is yeah. the first GCW Women's Champion. Yes. She's fought a lot in, in this last year, and uh, she's still, still I mean, don't get me wrong. Kylan, she's crazy. Yeah. I like Kylan. She's not mm-hmm. on there, but I like her. She's, she's, uh, she's she tends to beat people up, which I dig. I do that. She I mean. actually had an amazing match with Jamie Senegal. Okay. And I'm going to tell you right now. Well, those two, I, 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 feel bad for, I feel bad for the referee in that match because he got a lip pull of both of them. I think he was okay with Kylan, but I'm not sure how he Sounds felt. Sounds like Lee. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like Lee. Good guy. Um, I think all our belts are up for grabs that day if you, in fact, count the tag belts. Um, and, then we ha- and, then, and, and then we have the... He's taking the, on a lot of people. Wolf's, Wolf's got a match. Yes, because that, and that's for the... GCW. Only Balta is available twenty four yes. hours a day, seven days, seven days a week. A week. It is the Defender of Humanity Championship. The Rex Bacchus. So it's uh, he was the um, that was the belt presented to him um, as he was battling um, his cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, when yeah. he passed away, they said this belt was not going to waste. It's going to be in memory of him, and this belt has been is being used to be defended on a twenty four hour. As long as there is a GCW referee present. Mm-hmm. But he's got a big task, as you said, because there's going to be a multitude of people. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. I, I literally forgot how many different people are in that match, but it's uh, so. uh, possibly five or six people he's got to fight. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. I'm that's what you happens when you become a champion and that's available. And you know what you say? Yeah. You say five or six people. Yeah. But once again, titles on the line. 24 7. Anytime. Yeah. So that means five or six well, more when he's people. Done, there could be another ten people like, waiting to beat him up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah well, it's cool. He can handle that kind of stuff. You know, get about 15, 20 beers in him. He'll be fine. There you go. There you go. So, uh, so this is all happening, as I said, on November thirtieth inside Coachman Park. So that's gonna be cool. I mean, Coachman Park is a huge park, ladies and gentlemen. So it is. You, yeah, you I've know, been there. I, I it's like a good walk- place, good I like, time. I like walking through that park, actually. Um, it was It's nice and just relaxing. It's going to be a good time. The temperature's looking good. Everything's beautiful. The rain's finally dissipating. Yeah. So I'm not going to worry about that again. And it's going to be much cooler. It won't be like yeah. muggy or anything like that no. outside. So. I think we've been rained out twice. So, as long, so, as long as these, so, as long, so it's regarding that championship, <laughs> yeah. as long as these three ugly guys right here. And yeah, those three ugly Who's guys. Who's the one on the bottom right? Uh, yeah, who is that? Yeah, who's this one? We're, we're looking at the referees, by the way. Who is that? That must be one of Jesse Cage's referees. Is that? I know the other two. That's uh, Lee and Tony. I don't know who that third one is. He exists. He's there. It's fine. So uh, you had an announcement made that you're 
for the first time, the two of you are going to work side by side here. And it is you, uh, and uh, and this will be be for the April. At March time, he's going to be there. Yeah. So you're basically running everything up until then. Yeah. Is that way, the way I see well, it? Well, like he said earlier, I mean, Jesse's just been keyboard invasion, right? Jesse does things. Jesse does things. I, I think he does things. He, he, to be quite honest, look, I don't really get into his hair. He doesn't really get into mine. But occasionally, like I said, when it comes down to being in the ring at the time, he is starting to make his presence a little more known. The, the bottom line is right now, like all the contracts and everybody in the company, they've got my signature on them. So he's mm-hmm. been in for a couple months now, and it's, he's starting to do some things, so I hear so uh, we'll see. I mean, we were supposed to meet up at the last event. Uh, by the grace of God and a whole bunch of rain, he kind of didn't have to worry about that. So okay. here's somebody who's returning that I'm looking forward to seeing again in, G- in GCW. Aria Blake. Oh yeah, I did see that. No, yeah. I, I we got I kind of missed her in last February as she did have some other uh, something else pop up. Pretty but major it was, thing. Yeah, Pretty but, major thing. I guess she's a part of some. Some group. So wait a minute, we've got the whole group coming to WrestleMania except for the salt of the earth himself. Yeah, That's the only. And yeah. who knows by then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, as I said, uh, and then uh, of course, here's a person that had very big interest here and very well could um, is a, it will probably be the greatest threat to Trisha Dora's championship. And that's going to be Avery Taylor. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Avery Taylor's had a pretty decent year this year. She has. She has already been the ACW Women's Champion. It's pretty big. And she's been doing that. She's also been WXW Women's Champion mm-hmm. a better part of this year. She only recently lost that to uh, um, to Sophia Castilla right. this past uh, show. Um, so, so that's, I mean, she's been WXW Champion for a better part of six months. Which is kind of unheard of in because re- recently because a lot of titles have been going back and forth in, right. in WXW. So she held on to her title for quite a while. Um, and with that being said, I- I'm going to tell you right now, she will probably be Trisha Dora's greatest threat to the title when uh, it comes time. But we'll see what happens when she uh, deals with Kylan. She's Kale- pretty King. irritated that she hasn't got a shot at Trish already. So. Yeah. Now, if it comes to that, you know, Trish has got to make it past Kylan first. Yes. Yeah. And obviously. Uh, you know, honey, buddy, Roger. I mean, you know, I, quite honestly, here's the thing. Uh, and many people don't know this. You know, there was, uh, I think the greatest challenge that Trisha Doris had was the non-title match. And that's when she fought Kyla. heavyweight champion, Rio Spadu. Oh, yeah. Well, I was thinking that you were going to say Kylin because they've actually fought before. They have and, fought and, before. And, and but that I was ridiculously good. But I, um, I mean, I mean, they, it was a non-title I champion versus that. champion match. And I, I'll tell you right now, she that was one of the few matches that she you actually that. were just you, – you, I've seen you get involved. Don't get me wrong. And oh, you have done never. so. But this match, you stayed back. And, well, listen, was, I call it as I see it. And you know I call it as I see it. I see you wearing glasses, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what's fine. What's your definition of getting involved? I mean – like it's my Remember what I said? He has involved. a big stick. I don't yeah. with that. Yeah. No, yeah. you is don't. This like, is this like, is this like when I got involved yeah, in Mandrake's you match? Yeah. Like, you know, you did, though. It was a clean match. You, bo- yeah, you, you both get involved in matches. Okay, don't even match. go there with me. It was a clean match. The ref was yeah, that match if you're was out a there in support match. of somebody, I mean... I am out there in support of my guys. You, you, right? See? Formerly known as the original and awesome inner circle. Originally... See? No TM. We we understand, okay. you know. Just call yourself a circle, put a yeah, TM on it, and there you go. We're good. Just we have a new name. What okay. is your new name? I'm not going to tell anybody yet. You, November attention. 30th, do we get to? I don't know. If you pay attention to all our pages, you could probably discern it for yourself. Ooh. We've mentioned it a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Go looking. 
should be paying more attention to our pages, honestly. Yes, Mr. Gomez. Thank you. No problem. That's right. See, that's what you're supposed to do. That's awesome. That's why we're cool. So uh, we're coming up, as I said, four, uh, five months away, WrestleMania yeah. week. And, our, and this is probably, the, as I said, this is the big event right here. And uh, you're pretty much headlining the independent wrestling events in that area. You're like the only one. Like it. Because, honestly, I don't think anybody else is going to be able to do anything. No. Um, I think, and I don't really usually bring up these guys because I just don't, but I believe Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling is going to be at Pegasus. Okay. Yes, I've heard that they were going to try it. Of course, (laughs) um, we'll see what happens on this current Tampa show that they're coming up with very soon uh, that's actually going to be running there this uh, coming month. Um, It was last month they moved the show. So no, it was last month they canceled the show and they moved it. Oh wow! Yeah, it, I, I'll be honest. Um, I, and I know what happened. They uh, there was a, something they, they didn't really pay attention to the age limit. So in Pegasus is eighteen mm, and up, and their okay. fans right. did not dig the eighteen and up thing. So um, Alex, being the owner that he is, and uh, you know people give Alex a lot of crap for a lot of people that he books and a lot of things that he does. But the dude's a businessman, mm-hmm. and he made the smart business decision to move it to where his fans were. Mm-hmm. Right. And I told him this because we, we talk on occasion. I told him, I was like, look, dude, it's Tampa. Tampa's just, there's 5,000 events going on every day. It's rough for an out-of-town couple. Yeah. Any kind, unless you're the Fed, to yeah. come in and run a show in Tampa. Yeah. And, you know, if all your fans are driving from your hometown to come to the show in Tampa, just move it back to your hometown, man. And he, and he, right. he made yeah. that decision. And he come to, came to an equitable decision with the owner of Pegasus, uh, Julie. Who is whatever, uh, and uh, so uh, I, I came out of the Roxy in Tampa. So yeah, right. Julie. Uh, no, you make a very good point though. Price, Five dollars for a band of six. Good price, dude. You can't pay your bands. Anyways, um, so they made the smartest. Yeah, I don't wow. mind shooting on dumbass promoters and stuff. <laughs> Moved back to the Space Coast, but other than that, um, I think they have a show there. I think they're going to try to come back to Pegasus on the 18th. But other than that, I think everybody, other than like other acronym, um, mm-hmm. uh, Wrestlecade. Uh, and then right. affiliates of the Fed are the only ones in Tampa. Everybody else is like Clearwater at the Armory. Yeah, well, I, I saw somebody showed me a, a, like a list, like a spreadsheet of like every event that WWE is like they locked in this event here and this here, and it's and like it's, it's, it's when very, is and, like and I don't. Dave mocked traffic's because um, originally, um, oh, what is that one show I wanted? They were going to come in here, but they moved it to Orlando. It was um, Evolve or something. It was the. Um, the, was it the convention? Yes, the convention. Rest, what is it? Um, yeah, see, that's how Rest, bad it was. Wrestlecade? Wrestlecade. Uh, they're they're going to do their actual convention at Steinbrenner Field, and their actual show is at the Ritz two doors down from right. us. Okay. The so, so they're actually going to be so, at Tampa. That's good, because they were yeah, looking at doing Clearwater, too. But those, uh, are, those are good guys, anyways, man. I actually yeah. got a ring from them. They, they own a little company in North Carolina that a lot of people shop at. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we, we bought a brand new, beautiful ring from them the other day. So yeah. not, not, not the other day. It's been a while now. But, yeah. yeah so they're coming in town they they gave us the 411 and man they, they spread a pretty penny on that building too because i went to that building first <laughs> they wanted a lot yeah, yeah. oh i believe yeah. it i yeah. believe it so. so yeah i mean it's cool the, the best thing about the wrestlemania thing so far is we've been you know our books and us we, we notice all the pages and we see all the tweets from all the workers from the other companies come in and cool thing about it is man you get to at least realize that a lot of these people it's their dreams to work wrestlemania week yeah, and they're getting to come in and do it now. And on top of that, a lot of them are getting to come in and work some pretty big names. At, at the very least, you know, if they never get to do it again, they can say they had a WrestleMania moment. Because you know, WrestleMania just isn't WrestleMania anymore. It's like the whole 
the whole thing. Yeah, or at because, least it's supposed to be. I mean, because right now, if we're looking at it right now, you are going to be doing the 31st and the 1st. Mm-hmm. And then it begins. The mm-hmm. second is going to be the Hall of Fame. Yep. The third is going to be SmackDown. Yep. yep. The f- and then there's the is fourth. Is Hall of Fame on Thursday? The Hall of Fame is on is Thursday. On Thursday so because NXT, NXT is going to be on Saturday. NXT is on Saturday. That's what I thought they were going to do, but there, there was there, somebody there's... said, no, I think they're going to do both. And I'm like, no, they're not oh, going to do both on Saturday. Ray J, Ray J will host yeah, WrestleMania on Sunday. Sunday. And, of course, then you go to Monday Night Raw back and at Amelie yeah. on, uh, on Monday. I'll so sleep for all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, after, after yeah, recovering from that, but um, cool. um and that's all going to happen in, in that week. It's coming soon. I, got, I, I know it's it's five months away, but it's. I mean, tickets just went on sale this week. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. Today. Today. Well, okay, we're, okay. Here's our announcement: we're we're recording this segment on Thursday. Okay. It so. will air on Sunday. So it they did the pre the they did the pre sale party on Wednesday. There we go, Wednesday. And then tickets officially went on sale Friday. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Okay. I so guess I, I got lucky in my planning. I wanted to do it early on. I, you know what? To be quite honest, I'll tell you why I wanted to do it early. I wanted to be the first people with surprises that week. Yeah. It's cool if you have a surprise, but if the other company two hours before you just had a surprise like it, then mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So I and I needed some surprises because obviously people are watching my company and people are, you know, whether they want to admit it or not, are starting to emulate. Right. You know. Well, and if you're gonna do something like this where you're you're gonna put yourself out there WrestleMania week and you know let other companies in and everything, you have to really you really have to do it up like I've never go had, big yeah. you know i've never had a problem with going on stage first or being first because in my yeah. eyes it's like whatever watch me let's follow it yeah if you can do better do it yeah uh, I'll, I'll go ahead try and, yeah you know hats off if you can do better so um i don't have you know i have an okay budget i've worked pretty hard this year um people in detroit helped me fund a pretty good event yeah, so let, oh yeah let, you let, wanted let's, to talk yeah, about let's detroit. go back there because uh, and, and and real quick here i'm um, we're, we're going to I'm going to tell you right now, this is more um, Jeremy Gomez talking here in this next part here because I, Mr. Gomez, we're, it, it, you know, he's, this is Jeremy. People, They're two different people, but we're going, to, we're going to talk to Jeremy Gomez for a moment here, who is the, who is the founder of GCW. What and one of the big things that happened with, um, with the last Detroit show is you actually got held up at that, at that show. No, actually it wasn't the last one. We've been back since then. Right. The the first one, the first one, the first one. Yeah. November 4th, 2018 was our second show in existence. Um, our second show, we went from to Detroit. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was about 42 degrees out when we started wrestling. Uh, the pictures are great. The crowd was slammed at 42 degrees. And we went up there. Uh, it was the first time I was going to Detroit for my other event, the world's largest food truck rally. Right. And Mm -hmm. sure as hell, we got through the day. Uh, I think the the state of Michigan said about seventy five thousand people showed up that day in about eight hours. That's for my food truck event. Uh-huh. Um, uh, one hundred and two food trucks, um, and at the end of the day, we got held up at gunpoint. And because you know they pay the food trucks paying in cash, right? right. Yeah. yeah. So we were in our we were in our safe location doing the money and all that, and um, the the liquor vendor, the state preferred liquor vendor that was at the event, decided to rob us all. So they took good thirty, forty. I, I think it was thirty or forty thousand. Judging by the last couple of events, it might have been fifty or sixty thousand. They took about all that money from us, which was a. It, it was it was pretty shitty. I'm sorry if I'm cursing, but uh, no, that's we, fine. we had just gotten off of a pretty politically weird event, and I just 
for the first time, I think, in a long time, I had, I didn't lose my ass at, in an event, but mm-hmm. I barely made enough to cover what I spent on the event. So we were at a time in our life where in the event promotion business, if you don't have money, when you have money, it's already out. Right, so I, yeah. I went to Detroit. I remember going to Detroit at the time. I think my family in the bank had... I don't know, six thousand dollars to two kids. One of my daughters has autism, and classes are expensive. Everything's expensive. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went up there, got robbed, came back, and then we didn't have any money, so we relied on all our friends scrimping for for almost another five months till we went back to Detroit and did the event again. And you know, luckily Detroit's always been good to us, so we were able to recoup. So, but you know, totally excited when you finally when you came back from Detroit and we had a conversation um, online. And you were like, I, I, I finally got out of the hole. Yeah. And that was like, that's, yeah. That you know, was after we got robbed, awesome that I had to, you know, pay my talent for it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to boast, but we pay our talent well. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they, man, they, they go through a lot. They get injured. They scrimp. They're never at home. So we, we try to pay our talent well. Don't take advantage of me, you bastards. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm not the book. Anyways, <laughs> um, so, yeah, it is. It, it's crap, man, for a while. But the wrestling was good. That's the important thing. So we came home, licked our wounds, like I said. Um, went back up there and did it again. We didn't bring the wrestling back to Detroit because it was just a bigger deal. And we had right. two and a half days up there, and about 165,000 people showed up over two and a half days. Obviously, used to used a different liquor vendor. Then. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't use a liquor vendor at all. Okay. I don't usually do. You know, I'm more of an herbal person. I was born on 420, and I've never really been a big fan of drugs. So... Oh, well, mm-hmm. that's not to say I don't drink, but I just I tend to keep liquor out of the equation on purpose. It's easier. There's less insurance. There's less cleanup. Right. There's less problems. It's just right. more family Because there's friendly. plenty of people who can't handle it. Yeah. And, you know. If you want to drink, bring a flask, man. Um, so, yeah, so we went up there and did that. Uh, Ice Cube actually showed up and did an impromptu performance on stage. That's awesome. Um, we had... Mary Jane girls were there. We had Smokey Robinson. We had... Um, um, I was about to say Mary J. Blige. No, but I, it was uh, Faith Evans. Um, uh, if you don't know, that's Biggie Small's ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tuskegee Airmen were doing air shows. It was cool, man. Uh, Detroit always takes care of us. Just because one person robbed us in Detroit one time, mm-hmm. let me tell you, Detroit took care of us that time, and one person screwed it up. But we went back, yeah. and, yeah. and they, they they took care of us, thankfully. And I think everybody knew the story, so I think Detroit actually came out a little harder for us that time. So sure. it was cool. So we managed to keep GCW going that whole time. We managed to pay what we could. I've Borrowed a lot of money from the folks. I borrowed a lot of money from some of my old friends. I borrowed, I mean, a lot. I think I still owe my printer like five or six thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, Rick and Ace High Printing, St. Pete. You are the man. You do everything, and thank you for not killing me. Um, you're my old bass player, though, so I expect it of you. Carry <laughs> um, <laughs> my gear. But you know what? Uh, that's that's important. That, I mean, it, and I'm I'm glad that you have people that you can rely on but i think that's yeah, but that's how how we do business too i mean we all rely on each other to yeah. you know we support each other you know if somebody's have if somebody's having a shitty day and everybody else steps up and you know we just take care of each other and that's i mean that's what we we want in wrestling as a whole i mean it seems like for the most part wrestlers are happy that all this wrestling is happening and there's yeah. all these opportunities but like we all do need to support each other and be there for each other. I I, I, I have one thing, and I'm gonna share this on I'm gonna share this on the air here. Um, and this is one of the only times I'll ever mention anything about um, any kind of meeting backstage that we had. One of the things that was brought up by um, by our booker, which is which is um, which is Mark Mandrake, 
he flat out told everybody in the locker room that they need to thank anybody who does not participate in that ring, meaning people who do the video, people who mm-hmm. do the music, people who yeah. sell it, who go out there and sell the tickets, people yeah, right. who go out there and do the flyers. That, and thank those people because without those people running those certain things, you're just a person. Yeah, I mean, I, we, we, I mean, GCW started out with just me, yeah, like, working, but now we have, you know, we've got Jay Rios as one of our, is our mm-hmm. head book. We've got Eddie Torres, which is our book. We've got CT Brown, which is our. What, what's he this week? We like to change his title. He's our uh, director of talent relations this week. Uh, <laughs> we got Eric Springs, which is Gorilla Press, who's our director of visual. We got, I mean. Zach Romero is on board now, fully gimmicked at uh, Punk Pro. We've got, we got a lot, man. We, you know, Lee Canfield, the referee, Ref Burtz. Lee is our like director of our ring crew now. We've got mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Pro helps us out with our mm-hmm. rings. So we, Tampa Bay Pro is super helpful because yeah, oh, yeah. you know they're and they, I mean and kudos to them because yeah. they like they've just been awesome because we've they've used so many of their graduates and. You yeah. know, yeah, they've been a big support, uh, and you know, big thanks to, and I will we'll say it right now, big thanks to David Mercury. Um, yeah, yeah. Merc is awesome. Um, the tech, the technical alchemist has come through for not only because of what he does in the ring, but what he does outside of the ring. Um, and it's just amazing. He's a great teacher. He's te- taught a lot of great students. And he um, also works on a food truck every once in a while in his off time. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of. There's a lot of backstage help, man. I, I can't do this alone. I mean, there was a point that I could have done this alone, and I tried to, but it's just it's so much better when you have a cohesive unit. And GCW is pretty good at um, our locker room's pretty awesome. Our, our, our management's awesome. I mean, the, the, the worst part of our management is me and Eddie Torres getting in an argument every damn time. Oh, well. We're both the grizzledest, oldest people. I'm actually older than Eddie, so it's always... There you go. It's usually just me. Listen, tell, tell Eddie Torres. I've known Eddie Torres a long time. If he has any problem, he can come to me. Uh, so. <laughs> I love you, you, you actually, if you threaten Ferrari to him, oh, yeah. that, that may have him just stop in his tracks. Yeah, I've, I've taken care of Eddie with many injuries and, and many busted opens. and He's the you, know, I mean, you know, so... You just tell him Ferrari said, and <laughs> Eddie, Eddie takes care of me. He's uh, he's brought the expenditures down a lot. Yeah, um, no, Eddie's cool. And I just I, I give him too much shit way often. I'm surprised he hasn't choked me out yet. But uh, <laughs> you know, he, he takes care of me, and he cares about GCW, and so does Rios. He's take they both take me under their wing, and they're not afraid to tell me when to shut the hell up and when I'm doing something stupid, which is pretty much every day. Um, you know, with all with all due respect to him, uh, uh, Jesse is coming on board too. Has been a big help with the with the, with the social media, with the things that he does, and what he's known for in the field of communication. So he's he's doing a good job too. Respect him, because you know not, I don't talk to those people. Uh, so it's it's a lot of a lot of behind the scenes help, and there's a lot of people in the huh. Florida wrestling community that are there. And you know, there's a couple things lately that have put a mark on the Florida wrestling community. But for the most part, that's, mm-hmm. that's just what I was. You know, not just Florida. We have people coming from the South. Period. I, just that we we are a tight community, and um, you know, that's that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to do, man. Ladies and gentlemen, GCW is going to be coming to Coachman Park. Um, that is right by where the Phillies play on their spring training. Uh, of course, the Threshers, and that's a beautiful park just uh, to the north of that. Yes. Um, 301 Coachman. Uh, of course, there's going to be a huge food truck uh, expose there. And in the middle of all that will be GCW. Right in the middle. And it will be happening on the 30th. So definitely want to come out there. Oh, by the way, he mentioned it is free. 
Yeah. It is. Bring money so you can eat. Yeah, yeah that's right. Bring you money pay so for the food. But yeah. Yeah, pay for the food. Yeah, pay for the food. You know, come out for the wrestling. We'll be filming for our show, GCW Thursday Night Fire, um, which is almost 100% done by Gorilla Press. Eric, who's uh, in the hospital from a surgery that he needed. Uh, we've got, uh, we got things going on, man. we got, mm. we got things. We're trying some things. Uh, eventually, there'll be a... Uh, we're, out, we're working on a new uh, home base that I can actually tell you is around here. Cool. I'll tell you that. There you it's go. It's within two miles, or it's within three miles of right here where we're at right now. So, but uh, it's beautiful. Um, we got more of our TV show coming out. It's, I hate to say it, that we're trying to, we're kind of uh, doing the being the elite TV show kind of deal. But, you know, we're, we're trying to do something more like that, more of a variety, more of a get to know the fans, more of a fun satirical show to add to our stuff. We're, we're doing a lot of things, dude. We're doing a lot. So, yeah. Good stuff. Hopefully not, hopefully we're doing an okay job. We feel like we're doing an okay job. There's always room for improvement, but we feel like we're doing okay. I guess. Yeah, definitely always room for improvement. I mean, we say that every show. Every you know, we're constantly <laughs> taking apart shit. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, like, I think, oh, I God, think, we need to fix that. I, I, think oh. there was, I think there was one show that we had that we said, oh, my God, like everything was perfect, except that there was this and this and this, and I said, well, I guess we weren't that perfect. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like right after the show, you're like, oh, God, that was awesome. And then you're like, well. Yeah. Lost all the video footage. Well, oh, okay. yeah, that's happened. We've done that. Um, you know, and then you go back and watch some of it, and you're like, mm, maybe putting that guy against that guy wasn't such a great idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we need a place with better lighting. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, uh, just a real quick question: uh, the main event for um, GCW uh, at, in um, November. GCW eleven. eleven already. You're at eleven. Yeah. Good. Uh, it is going to be um, Surreal Spadu defending the GCW Heavyweight Championship, and he will be defending it against Matt Seidel. Um, so that's going to definitely be a I'm going to like it because it's going to be a high-flying contest right yeah, there. Yeah, that would definitely be entertaining. I mean, I guess. So. Oh. I mean, sure. it's going to be a high-flying contest because we don't know exactly how Matt Seidel operates. We're just going to do the same thing like any freaking like any person. <laughs> just walk in. Let's have a high-flying fight Watch. with Matt Seidel. Sure. Right. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. We might just come in there, break him down a little, bust up his knees, keep him on the ground, bust him up some more, right. kick him some more. You know, Sir Rios Badu has uh, been training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu a lot oh, lately see. with uh, Gracie's. Mm. Oh, this is real. See. So maybe we're not going to have a high-flying contest. Maybe, uh, maybe he won't be able to get up maybe, at all. Maybe Rios just going to choke him out. I, I, I just have this feeling that maybe the metros might get to him first. Metros. Yes. Why would they get involved in a match? Have you uh, ever circle. seen the Metros get involved in a match? Yes. Probably right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, moment. hold on, hold on. Let me tell you what's really going to happen. Okay, go ahead. Let's tell what's going to happen. Mr. Cage, the paper boss, wants this to be a clean fight, blah, blah, blah. Matt Seidel versus Rios because he brought a little baby Matt and he's going to have a, you know, he's going to win. Yay. Here's what's going to happen Matt's going to come in. Rios is going to come in. I'm going to come in with him. If anything goes wrong, the Metros are going to come in. If anything goes wrong there, Eddie Torres is going to come in. Basically, what's going to happen is regardless of what happens in the match, regardless of what's going to go down, Rios is going to leave with his belt. Matt's going to leave on crutches. And then paper boss Jesse Cage is going to get online, get Twitter, type some GIFs up or whatever. I'm sorry, I like to say GIFs to piss him off. And he's going to go <laughs> back to being computer keyboard warrior. That's going to be it until he shows up again in April and does the same thing. Garbage. There we go. That's it. Yeah. And, that's, and that's what's going to happen. It's going to be kind of a massacre, actually. That's what I have planned. Do I lie? No, that's one thing you have not done. 
I'll give you that one. Awesome. Give me that one. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, GCW owner, Mr. Gomez, thank you very much for joining us here yes, thank on you. Tales from the Highway. Uh, coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, the Suicide Messiah will be joining us uh, with, with a huge, big announcement. huge announcement in regards to what's going on at Rocksteady Wrestling 6. Awesome. We'll be right back with that. If you're like me, and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out at CBDMD.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on Tales from the Highway, a wrestling podcast. A special thanks to Jeremy Gomez of GCW for being on the show. And now joining Ferrari and myself is the reigning, defending, and quite honestly, undisputed. And I'm not stealing that just because it's a Brock yeah. Lesnar line. He, it is absolutely true. He's been champion now as of today. As we're recording this earlier, mm-hmm. but as of today, as we're airing it, one year. And one week. And one week. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for having me on the show. He didn't um, let me announce his name yet. Ladies I'm sorry. Everybody knows who he Everybody is. Knows who I am. <laughs> promoting it all week. Yes, we have been promoting it. Ladies and gentlemen, Suicide Messiah, Mark Mandrake um, is joining us. and uh, It's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm, I'm being... Me, like civil. Mark. I'm just being Mark. It's Mark. Yes. Uh, um, but he is, uh, once again, um, real quick here, coming up, you are going to be in a four-way dance in a barbed wire Christmas tree match. Yeah. Um, and you said there's some big implications regarding that match. Big announcement. What is that announcement, my friend? Um, all right. Oh. Uh, Man, this is a lot more difficult now that, I'm, now that I actually have to say this. Uh, December 7th is my last match. What? Uh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Cut the presses here. You just said that that's going to be your last match. Yes. Win, lose, or draw. Uh, I'm done. I'm, my boots are being hung up. Now, that doesn't mean that people won't see me at shows. Um, I still be helping out behind the scenes quite a bit. Um, thankfully, you know, I've learned a lot from working with a number of different people, especially off of the Wild Samoan and learning how to produce shows. I mean, I do a lot behind the scenes. I mean, look, here's the thing. Justin Michaels came out the last show. Call me Booker, man. Like, it's no secret that I, that, 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 that I have a, a very, 
a, a very heavy influence on on the booking of the shows. Um, I also have a very heavy influence on the production of the shows as well. I mean, I, obviously, there's lots of help. You help, mm-hmm. you know. Ferrari helps. You know, Don Vincenzo helps, uh, and there's a number of other people. I, I I just wasn't expecting this. I mean, I know that this discussion has come up about within the next six months or so. You've talked about it. It, it just, I did not expect it to be on this next show. The reason why I made this decision was and this is like this is straight up um after the cage match and that cage match honestly while i came out bloody that cage match i i came out relatively unscathed i mean i i i even told ferrari afterwards when when we were driving to go you know to a friend's house to go see UFC because wing house was packed, you know, I wasn't really hurting all that bad at all. Um, at least any more than I was in the beginning. But the one thing that got brought up from a number of, of people is, is, you know, why am I still wrestling if I'm in as much pain as I am? And there's a very large, portion of truth to that um and it's just it's time i i had trouble even walking to the ring for the promo um i had trouble moving in the ring in the cage match um you know there's some health issues and 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 i'm i'm very open to talking about them at this point i said i would hold off and not talk about them until i was on your podcast about why this is the right time. This isn't, and I want to clear something out. I know some wrestlers say they're going to retire and then they come back two weeks later. No, I do not see myself returning to the ring again. Um, this is it. If you, you know, want to see, you know, blood and violence and and the things that I've made my name on, December seventh is the last time you're going to see it. Um, and the fact of the matter is, is people that can do the stuff like what I do, and there's only a few people left in Florida that can do that. You've got, you know, Butch Long, I think might be almost done. He might still be doing a couple matches, but you got Sideshow, you've got Alex Decay. Um, there's a couple Alex, younger kids. Alex that, Decay has pretty much been, not, uh, has been quiet too. Yeah. So it's like. This breed is uh is is on this is almost an end of an era. Yeah, and and the thing is, is when we did that, we 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 told a story. I've watched some of these younger kids, and 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 I mean no offense to them because they're 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 trying to make it so that style of wrestling can continue. But there's really not a story behind it as much. You know, you still you can have blood and violence and gore and, and, and all of that, but still tell a story. As a matter of fact, I think you almost have to tell a story. Blood and in and, and violence just for the sake of blood and violence makes no sense. I mean even even when promoters would put Butch and me against each other it was always there was there, there was a story behind it every single right. time, even well, every, if we had to make it up. Everybody that you mentioned, you've had long feuds with. Yeah, you know, 
I mean, you, you talk about Alex Decay. I mean, I never did get my match with him, but you know, like you, you guys, you guys bloodied each other. You and Sideshow. I mean, Sideshow's my brother. You know, that's a family feud right there. You know, and at Rocksteady two, ERA versus Kennedy Kendrick. Those two put on probably one of the best matches and a very hard match to follow between him and Butch Long. Oh yeah, and that match was a one of the bloodiest matches I think that's yeah been yeah know? and uh, you know again it it's it just it's it's time I'm I'm you know I'm not young anymore I'm 45 and. You know, it used to be where a promoter could call me that afternoon and be like, "Hey, Mark, you want to wrestle all night? You know, I got a, you know, I got a hardcore match or a tag match or whatever," and I could say yes. Now I'm find myself hydrating like three days ahead of time, over hydrating, you know, and then I find myself, you know, uh, almost. I don't want to say bedridden, but but recovering. Like, you have to actually recover from these matches where. For a good two weeks, when where we, it used to only take me a couple days. Right. I mean, we used to do four or five shows a week, you know, like Tuesday night hardcore match, Friday night, you know, tag match, Saturday night tag match, Sunday, you know, either singles or tag match. And you didn't really need, like, just a couple days to kind of lay low before you could do those weekend runs. Yeah. And now it's... It's not like that, guys. I mean, you know, I mean, a lot of people that know us well know what you've been going through. Um, But some of, like, the newer fans who don't know us all that well don't. Well, I I think it's important that we go back to the beginning because a lot lot of what happened, uh, what's happening now is what started uh, in the beginning. So wrestling was actually not your first love. Hockey was your first love. Yeah, I played... um ice hockey even semi-pro ice hockey up until i was mm, i actually played uh, into your late 20s i came mid back to late 20s, yeah, yeah i i came i came back and played a couple games after i initially got hurt but the initial injury i i you know the hip there's a part called the acetabulum that's the socket of your hip and i got checked from behind and i was going head first into the boards which of course is never a good thing because if that happens and you go head first on the boards, you're you're paralyzed from the neck on down. Um, very rarely do you come out of that okay. Um, so I, it was like either be paralyzed or try to lift my my left knee up uh, onto my skate to try to get my head out of the way and just try to take it sideways. Again, it's one of those things. We both were going for a puck in the corner, and we both were skating hard, and he just happened to check me from behind. Um, bastard got a game misconduct, and that's all. I got a life of pain. Um, you got to ride in an ambulance. Yeah, I got to ride in an ambulance. Um, but what had happened was is, is my knee had gone into uh, the boards, and it had shoved the femur, which is the bone in your thigh, uh, back into the acetabulum, the socket, and it had fractured the socket into a number of different pieces. Uh, and then, because of the angle that it was at, it actually pushed the femur back. If you look at, um, I don't know the actual 
I'm thinking it's like scapula, but I I don't know what scapula the scapula is on your back. It's okay, just the right. wing part of the pelvis. The, the ball of the femur actually went through that as well. So it went through my body. I almost got impaled. For I mean, all it, intents and purposes, that your femur shattered your hip. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there was no, there, there, there was and no argument. With later that. on, I mean, the in like severe car accidents. Yeah, they, that kind of injury. Yeah, they, they told me, you know, they told me initially that they only see that usually in severe car accidents or people that fall from high, mm-hmm. you know, from 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 you know high like, heights, yeah, and like things like that. Falls, yeah. True or false? You were told you were never going to walk again. True. Totally true. 110% true. And here's a funny story. Um, I had the surgery. I actually had the surgery on my mom's birthday, which if you're a mother or a parent in general and your child is going through a serious surgery like that and you're told that he's never going to walk again. I mean, we were all told, I'm never going to walk again without a cane, without a crutch, without any of this. You know, and... Uh, my mom was a wreck, and I, anybody that knows me knows I am terrified of surgery um, because to me, it's a control thing, and I don't have control in that case because they have to put you under, and I had to be strong for my mom because she was very upset, obviously, you know, she was worried. Uh, because she worked at a medical uh, at, a, at a medical facility, you know, it, that was part of University of Buffalo, um, up in New York. Um, the bright side with that is I got one of the best orthopedic surgeons in the country to do, you know, mm-hmm. actually two of the best orthopedic. Yeah, you surgeons had a whole the team, didn't you? There was a, yeah, there was there was a whole team because they were friends with my mom because she worked there. So I had some of the best surgeons in the country working on me to put me back together. And they were very, they were very nice about it. One of the things I was terrified was a blood transfusion because, again, this happened. I believe I was twenty-five. When yeah, it, it was twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, and uh, what had happened was, is, is, is I'm like, no, I don't want a blood transfusion because things can slide. You know, things can slip through. Um, so this doctor actually was, was, you know, the first one was like, well, fine, you don't want a blood transfusion. If you need blood, you're just gonna die. And, you know, of course, that's the last thing you want to tell me because my response is, you know, sorry, I'm going to swear. My response is, fuck you. Um, And the doctor that did the surgery when he came in and I told him the same thing and I go, look, I'm ready for you to tell me, you know, no. And he goes, no. He goes, I actually think there's a way that we can do this without having you have a blood transfusion. And what they did is they actually recycled my blood and then put it back into my body, which which I thought was really cool, honestly. Um, but mm-hmm. they woke me up. I mean, it was a it was a ten and a half hour surgery, um, and they woke me up at five o'clock in the morning. Even though surgery ended at like two o'clock in the morning, uh, they woke me up at five o'clock in the morning. And the first thing they said was, "You know, where do you see yourself in a year?" And I said, playing hockey and wrestling again. And they, the, or the, 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 the rehab specialist looks at me and they're like, no, realistically. And I'm like, I am being realistic. That's where I'm going to be in a year. 
And then when we went, we did exercises and everything to, to rehab this from the surgery, they started seeing that I was pushing myself way harder than anybody else, you know, was. And they still were telling me I'm never going to walk again. And I kept on telling them, no, I will walk again, and I'm going to play hockey, and I'm going to wrestle. Un After all that was all said and done, what had happened out of this is unfortunately, and I got made fun of a lot um, because I, I, I still was training, and I wrestled a little bit, but I still was training too. I couldn't run like I used to because my left leg was shorter than my right because of the injury. So I had to change how I worked in the ring because it was very awkward for me. And everybody's like, well, just get lifts in your boots. Well, well, that sounds great. They just didn't feel comfortable. I, 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 when I first started wrestling, I didn't even wear socks in my boots. Now, I did that for two reasons. One, in the Northeast, people will forget their boots and be like, hey, can I borrow your boots? No, you can't borrow my boots. So if I didn't wear socks, nobody was going to borrow my boots. Um, but the second reason I did is because to me, when I used to, when I used to play ice hockey, I didn't wear socks. Mm -hmm. Because to me, I, I, it, it gave me like a better sense, like a better feel when when i was playing so it was the same thing with wrestling it gave me a better feel well was that and i don't want to get too personal with all of your surgery details and stuff but did that also help because they you have nerve damage from that injury too yeah yeah that was the other re well with the with the with the with the wrestling boots yeah because what 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 nobody except for i think ferrari uh knows is that um on my left on my left leg, um, the big toe, the toe next to it, whatever you want to call it, the pointer toe, uh, <laughs> and then the middle toe, half of the middle toe. If you touch there, I, 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 I can't feel it there, but I do feel like a tiny sensation on the side on on the on the outside of my calf. If I touch the outside of my calf, I feel a tiny sensation in those toes. And actually, one of the things that had happened after this injury first occurred was I was wrapping presents for Christmas, and Danielle had come home, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "Why the hell? What, what's? I thought I sp I thought I spilled a drink or something like that." Ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, since we very rarely use uh, Ferrari's human name on the show, oh, yeah. Danielle, Danielle is Ferrari. my human name. Sorry. <laughs> I think they know. And but but what had happened was is I, I it felt wet down by my leg, and I I thought I had. I'd spilled a drink or something like that, you know, um, and it wasn't. It was blood. I had, I had kneeled on scissors. Now, thankfully, I didn't need stitches, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel it. I had no idea that I was bleeding all over the place. So you had nerve damage. Yeah, because mm -hmm. of that nerve damage. So that was problem number one. But when he fixed me up and I set a goal that I was going to walk unaided, without crutches, without a cane, anything, by my birthday. Now, my birth this happened in mid-December of 99. My birthday is, is early April. So you've got four, four months, just, under, just four months. under four months. Now, I was told that there was no way that I was even going to be able to walk with a cane until at least June. They, they, I was told straight out six months. They gave me exercises to do four times a day. I was doing it four times an hour. That's how motivated I was to get back to where I was before and be as active as I was before. 
So on my birthday, and actually I was able to do it about a week before my birthday, I was able to walk without crutches or without a cane. I mean, I was limping a little bit because you've got to build back up those muscles. Sure, absolutely. Um, but when I finally went back to the doctor about six months later, and he looked at me and he looked at the MRIs and he looked at the, at, at, at the, at the x-rays, and he said, he goes, I, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but you're, he, he openly said, he goes, I've never seen anyone heal this well from this injury. And, and they even used it, University of Buffalo in particular, he, this doctor, because he taught there, he used it as a case study for teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I mean, and, and again, I had to report to him how, how I did that. And, and a lot mm-hmm. of it was just, I worked hard and, and it was, it was the- your determination to, to do it. I mean, but that, that speaks volumes for anybody who has to have any sort of surgery and then have to have physical therapy afterwards. Yeah. I mean, do your physical therapy exercises. And yeah. listen to what the doctors are saying. Yeah, yeah which definitely. Is yeah, thing. I mean, and if you can push yourself harder, you know, if they say, like, do these once an hour, you can do them twice an hour. You know, if you're up to it, you know, everybody works at a different pace. But, you know, if you, you know, if you're feeling good and you can push it further, but don't do anything stupid, you know? No. And the funny thing is, is because... That was when I started actually doing hardcore wrestling because I was limited on what I could do. And I realized, especially up north, you know, red equal green. And I bleed a lot. So it made me good money. I mean, there was, when we were up north, I wouldn't leave my house for at least three numbers. It had to be at least three numbers and no decimal points before I would even leave my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it made me good money. And so we worked with it. And I didn't really start having problems with it until about five, six years ago. And then I started noticing that it was kind of popping out of place at times when now, it shouldn't have. It, we should also note that in this same time frame both of you were involved in a major car accident yeah yes we were rear-ended on i4 so which adds a whole another bunch of injuries what 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 we think had happened with my hip was i have my seatbelt on but because of the way we were hit what what the doctors think is that my feet were on the ground i mean they were not on the ground but like on the floor of the car and because we had gotten hit, I mean, the person that hit us was going, I got to go by what the police said. So they were going anywhere between 40 to 60 miles per hour. I mean, it was on I-4. And we were stopped trying to get back, you know, trying to merge onto I-4. And he had hit us from, from, from behind. I mean, we were stopped. They were going 40 to 60 miles per hour. That's not good. Coming from a ramp, yeah. No, you know? uh, no, no, I agree with you. Oh, they weren't even on the ramp. They were on yeah, I-4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, we were yeah. on the ramp. No, he was just yeah, saying, right. agreed that it's not a good thing. No, you know? it's not It's not a good thing. And, and, I, and, and I, can, we, I can definitely attest to this, and um, especially me and my mother, who were rear-ended by a drunk driver from a stop position at about 50 to 60 miles per hour. Right. 
a truck rammed into our car. Um, you know, my saving grace was is that I was out cold. I worked 16 hours before that happened, and I was almost dead limp in the passenger seat. It woke my ass up, but I didn't get any repercussions. Unfortunately, repercussions fall on my mother, right. who had to deal with you know neck issues. Uh, you know, I think I almost want to say she had a concussion from it as well. I'm sure, yeah. Um, and thank God that I was alert after that happened because the car was still in drive and she's she was out. She was yeah. out. I had to scream. So I understand that whole entire thing because that's a lot of it right there is. Oh, I was right. alert yeah. afterwards too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get under that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, your your injuries from that. Yeah, I've got two herniated discs in my neck, two herniated discs in my back, one of which is torn and leaking fluid. Um, it made the hip injury worse. Um, and that, that's, that's just from the car accident. The hip, of course, was from the hockey accident. Uh, and then as far as that, I mean, if you go back to 2006, 2006, uh, I... Actually, it was in a barbed wire Christmas tree match. It was, yeah. The promoter decided it was a great idea to use a fresh Christmas tree. You use a fake one for those. But he decided to use a real one. That The needles went everywhere. And so when I went up to actually pick someone up for, for a Death Valley driver, which at the time was one of the finishers that I used, my knee buckle. I went, it's funny because I went back to the doctor that did my hip surgery, and he goes, how did this happen? I go, well, if you're the insurance company, I slipped on ice because this was up in New York. <laughs> and he goes, okay. He goes, you know me better than that. I'm not the insurance company. He goes, what really happened? I go, well, I wrestle professionally now. And, and he, he, didn't, he didn't even let me finish. He goes, you do what? <laughs> yeah. It, on that hip? Yeah, he was shocked. And, I and mean, what did you tell happy. him? I'm like, but I mean, he did say, I mean, here's the thing. He did say that oh, that hip yeah. is probably stronger now than it was before with the metal. Because again, what, what, and, and I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but I've been wrestling for the past 20 years with two plates and seven pins in my hip. And mm -hmm. I don't tell people that I, I mean, now I have to, because I right. have injury problems and there's certain things that we have to be careful. Mark's with. got a really cool scar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you yeah. I don't know chick, how he got the scar. <laughs> yeah, ch chicks dig scars, and this is a th this is a really. I got cool a scar. scar on my hip too. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yes. So it's probably pretty similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right down the line on the yeah. side here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I know that one. I, I had that one since I've been eleven. So. But what had happened is I, I I had a slight tear of my ACL in my left knee. And uh, so I, I, I brace it up. And, and actually, one of the biggest helps for me at this point in time with the, with, with the knee injury was actually um, head shrinker Samu. Um, because we mm -hmm. used to wrestle a lot uh, in promotions that Samu was wrestling in. And Samu um, was, was saying, hey, look, you know, until you can get to the doctor, tape it up this way. Do this. Do this. He was a huge, huge help. Mm -hmm. At a time when I was dealing with a lot of pain. Yeah, because, I mean, he got to work with the best doctors that the WWE could perform. Yes. My, my so he knew all the ins and outs and was able to pass that knowledge right. on. So, yeah. yeah, there's so much that the Anawati family knows, and you were and you have a lot of training from the from yeah. the family. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, and that's, and, and, and I mean, like I said, I mean, we, we, we bring up today, I mean, we mentioned about when I won the title a year and a week ago, and, 
You know, again, there was an injury in that that actually happened that tore the MCL and it tore the ACL. Your left knee has taken a beating over the years. Um, Yeah, my left knee. I need. I mean, here's the thing. That the the fact is, um, the right knee. I've got a torn meniscus. It's not a big tear, but it's a slight tear. The left knee. I have a torn meniscus to the point where they want to do surgery. A torn ACL. A torn MCL. I also have z- like no cartilage at all left in my left in my left hip. Um, so it's gotten to the point where I can't walk. I mean, there's times when I'm home where I have to walk with a cane, or where I have to, you know, y- you know, use the wall or whatever to kind of take some of the pressure off of that leg. And it, it, it last night is a great example. I actually had tears in my eyes because I was in so much pain. And I told Danielle, I'm like, I don't want anybody to ever go through. Because we were watching something where they were talking about someone that was in pain. And it was dealing with opiates and things like that. And I go, you know what? I don't want anybody to ever go through what I'm going through. Because mm-hmm. it sucks. You know, and it just, it got to the point where it's like, look, if the fans are seeing that I'm this hurt, sooner or later, they're not going to enjoy this. I don't want anybody to feel bad for me. I'm responsible for all of my actions. When it comes down to the injuries that I have, I could have easily said no. I could have easily walked away. I didn't. Here was the difference. When I came back from the car accident, I came back for me. I came back because I wasn't happy with how I walked away. This time, when I was asked to come back a year ago, I came back because there was some fans that hadn't seen me in a while and wanted to. And I came back because there was a lot of younger kids. I mean, when you think about it, I've been doing this 20, 20 plus years. There was some younger kids that have watched Butch and me in particular beat the hell out of people that want that now wrestle that want to get in the ring with us. So it was for those two reasons. It wasn't so much for me. As a matter of fact, what a lot of people don't know is after every show, I, I go to Danielle, two more shows, two more shows, two more shows, one more show, one more show. I mean, I and 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 again, what had happened was is after the cage match, we pulled up and we got out of the car and I looked at her. And she knew I was in pain, but I, I, I mean, I try to hide it from everybody. She can mm-hmm. tell, though. She's my wife. And I go, what would you say if I said December is my last match? And she goes, if you think that that's the best thing for you, she goes, I'm not going to tell you what to do. She goes, do I because think Because I can't a- tell him what to do. <laughs> no, no, even my doctor, we went to a doctor's appointment. Even the doctor said, look, he goes, I could have easily told you you're done. He goes, but would you have listened to me? And I go, oh, hell no. no. And he knew that. Mm-hmm. He knew that. He knew I was going to do whatever I damn well pleased. And so at this point, after after that cage match, and knowing that fans were seeing me like that, and knowing that people felt bad for me, which I don't ever want people to feel bad for me, um, I decided that it would be best for me to hang up the boots and 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 look we've got some great younger talent in rock steady wrestling right. that that are coming up that 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 hopefully can can carry on where where guys well, like me have and that's off. what you're going to be doing on december 7th anyways is you're in the ring with three of these guys who not only yeah. 
watched you and Butch Russell, but we also watched come up in the business. Yeah. We've known Nate Fury since he was a ref at WXW. We've known ERA since he and his tag partner stole Highwayman yeah. moves as their finishers. Yeah. I thought that was um, <laughs> Diamond Kid, I mean, you know, ever we, since he's been in WXW. Di- Di- Diamond Kid has had a lot of experience with you from you being a manager of uh, back in WXW. He has a lot of experience. New Breed faced Butch and me a number of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, he's yeah. got experience yeah, so, for that too, yeah, too right? So. And um, I mean, these are these are three guys that you know. I mean, regardless of how cocky their characters may be, or you know whether or not you know we like or dislike them, these are three guys that Mark Butch and I either watched or helped or honed, you know, throughout their early careers, and. Well, it's kind of like a fitting. Before we get to tree match here, let's let's talk about your partner Butch Long here. Yeah. Um. Uh. You, the you have not had a tag match in the last year with him. Um. Mm-mm. But you did have uh, this past year at, um, in the tournament to determine the 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 Rocksteady Championship, which became from the PWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Um. You became the champion that night. You beat your uh, partner in that match. It was a respectful match. It was enough where people said that they wanted to see it one more time, and we delivered the very next show. And you guys had probably the most bloodiest match of your careers in that match, especially you, where you have a nice little scar still kind of on your arm that's actually meshed in very well with your tattoos, may I add. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, thanks to Danielle's nice stitching. But but yeah, it, it... yeah, I, you could see it was, muscle. Yeah, that it was, was definitely open. probably your bloodiest match. Um, Butch was pretty bloody, but I think was it the barbed wire Christmas tree match of you and Butch that he was so bloody on his head yeah. that he I, he was up on the turnbuckle and I went to pull him down and he looked at me and a waterfall of a blood yeah. waterfall yep. came down on my face. Yeah, that was at Bourbon Street. Yeah. So. And that was the last barbed wire Christmas tree match, mm-hmm. and that was a yeah. long eight years ago. Is that correct? I think it was Actually, it might have been longer than that. I, we said eight nine, years, but yeah, it might have been nine. nine years. I don't know. It, I, that time period kind of blurs together. <laughs> I, 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 well, yeah, first off. That More was, beer. That was, I, I, I don't, uh, little known fact, even though I joke about drinking, I don't, I, I rarely drink anymore. Um, I, I, I maybe have had four drinks in the past year and I could probably even tell you the exact dates and what I drank because mm-hmm. they were for anniversaries or special events, birthdays, things like that. And they usually were glasses of wine. Shared beer in the wine. You actually did share a small beer with Butch in the ring that night. Right. Yeah, most yeah. of it went down my, most yeah, of it, that was, I don't drink that anywhere. Most of it went down my That is one of the four drinks. Like <laughs> yeah. literally we could, yeah. I mean, if you want it, we could literally list them off but it's not exciting but yeah it's i mean and that's the thing it's 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 i you know i assume what you were getting at is is why haven't butch and i teamed or is there a possibility that i might change my mind down the line and me and butch might team together one last time Mm -hmm. um because that would make sense if you were going to ask that question. Cause I mean, I yeah, because I mean, you, that, that has been your partner. And I, I, I don't know if that is that one thing that you're going to miss is having that one last match as a member of, of the Highwaymen. Uh, look, uh, there's we have there's, some really great memories. Yeah. Of 
teaming as the highwaymen and you you guys only got to see the tip of the iceberg because you get to see us out in the ring but we the three of us traveled together yeah we were we were family four to five days a week going from show to show and and even before it was just uh uh just before it was just you uh and butch there was also uh donnie york yeah i mean probably 80 to 90 percent of the time when you saw the highwaymen it was mark and butch and me Mm -hmm. and i mean i how many hours and in cars together you know i mean we really are i mean and We've celebrated birthdays and unfortunately attended funerals mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And I mean, We're Butch, Butch really is. Yeah, he is our brother. It's and, 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 and the thing is, we as a group, the Highwaymen decided, and in, in, in particular, you know, um, Butch and me were, were the ones that really decided this, that we we don't we we would love to team together one more time but it mm-hmm. has to be the right match has to be for the right promotion right and it has to be for the right amount of money and if that can't be met cuz the fact is people still want to see the highwaymen and we be willing to do that without you know again it, it's one of those things that you know, in Florida, Florida's funny because everybody, you don't get paid nowhere near as much as you do every place else. Mm-hmm. And the amount of money that Butch and I would want to do it, I just don't. It's not that it's that outrageously expensive. It's not, but I don't see anybody wanting to, you know, I don't see a promoter paying what we'd want for well, and what we and you do. would want to wrestle there's only certain tag teams that you guys because think how many tag teams you guys have faced over no, the years No honestly the tag team that I think that we would want to face there's there's only two tag teams that Butch and I have talked about mm-hmm. in the past and one being the Southern Posse because the Southern Posse have gotten back together on occasion mm-hmm. and a lot of people have wanted to see the Highwaymen versus Southern Posse I know Butch and I, I don't know who he was teaming with. I think it was Bill Payne. Um, yeah, yes. it might have been Bill Payne faced the Southern Posse for IPW this past uh, last uh, last Friday. Yes. Um, and, you know, I, I, I hope it went well. Um, it, it You know what's funny about that is is I have no problem at all with IPW or Ron. I, I wish them all the best of luck mm-hmm. um, and, the, and, and the best success. Uh, they, they, they run a, a great product. Um, it's different from what we run. Um, and that's not meant in a bad way or a negative way. I think they should be different. I think we should be different. We strive to be different anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I did get asked from a number of people why it's not the highwaymen versus versus uh uh um. Well, you know, Bill Payne was a highwayman versus that. Too, yeah, Bill Payne was a highwayman for a short while too. But a lot of people were wondering why it wasn't me and Butch and. To be honest, I don't know right now if I if if I can do it. You know, I, right. I'd love I'd love to. The you know, look, even the guys from the Southern Posse, they want that match. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's just me and Butch. Those guys want that meet for. And, and and we were having you know we were having beers. I think I was drinking a soda at the time. You know, uh, out it it when Cuban Assassin owned Crazy Dave's. 
uh, and and it got brought up. And the only other tag team that 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 Butch and I have talked about, and and it's been talked about a number of times, is uh, was it the Barrio Brothers, which is Cuban Assassin and Ricky Santana. Mm-hmm. That's another match that 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 we would do. But I, I I think those are the only two matches that that could get Butch and me to say, you know what, let's do this. Right. Um. I don't think you're going to see me and butch against each other again there's no need to i mean we've no. killed each other so many times there's no sense in i doing think after it. that last that match, last June, match i don't think you guys could could no. do anything no and, to and, top that and so i mean again the only other regret it's not really a regret but the one thing i really wanted that isn't going to happen um because he's he's not you know he's out of town for for the next uh for the next four months is uh, Adi Valu. Uh, well, yeah, I really wanted really that match. Finish that off. Um, I mean, again, there's personal reasons why I wanted that match, but there's also, I mean, you know, it's a match I've wanted. Right. You know, uh, it was almost like uh, it, people up north will remember Mana, the Polynesian warrior. Mm-hmm. That was a match that I wanted for years, and finally, I got the match that I wanted. And as much as we hated each other. Once we beat the hell out of each other, we were the best. We were best friends. I'm secretly hoping that if Adi and I were to get in the ring and beat the hell out of each other, any issues that we have would be buried. Right. Um, but the fact is, I don't see that happening. I'm too hurt. I'm too injured. I mean, there, I don't see myself coming back to the ring. Um, that's not to say that you might not see me lurking around. I mean, I've managed before. I could manage again. You never know. Um, that's not, I'm, I will definitely be at the shows helping out backstage. Um, mm-hmm. so you will be able to catch me there. Uh, and, and I'll be producing things and, and things like that. So, you know, I wouldn't write me off like I'm gone forever. I mean, if the fans really would like to see me come back, even if it's just to manage, then you know what, that's something that I want to do. Uh, but as far as in-ring wrestling, people have to understand, look, Every single time I've stepped in that ring for the past four matches that I've worked, I have been in severe, severe pain. And I've hidden it, and I've lied to people and said, no, I'm not in pain. And I I can't do it anymore. I just, I can't do it anymore. It's gotten to the point where I can't, you know, Danielle and I can't even walk through, like, target without me being like look we got to stop because this hurts so let me sit down for a few minutes and then do that and when when your life gets to the point when you're in that much pain there's a problem and i i'm i'm right now in the process of talking to a a uh, revision specialist that's going to try to redo my hip and then we got to look at my knee and then most likely I'm going to have to get knee surgery. Um, that we we're, we're not we're focusing yeah, on the one hip thing right at now. a time. The hip is the biggest. But then we're going to have yeah. to look at the knee, you know. And those are things that have to get done. Those are things that I'm working on getting done. And that does play a role in me hanging up the boots too. I look. I have plans on wrestling until right after WrestleMania week. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I don't know, you know, we're going to see what we can do. Cause I really like what, what Mr. Gomez is putting together with GCW for WrestleMania week. I don't know if Rocksteady is going to be a part of that. Um, not because we don't want to, I- again, there's personal things that come into play with my health and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to look at. But 
you know, if we can be a part of it, we want to. And at the very least, I'll be backstage. And not only will I help Rocksteady, but if Mr. Gomez needs, needs help, I will be glad to, to, to lend our assistance to him as well because I think what he's doing is, is an awesome, awesome thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, again, I don't want to retire, but it's time. It's time. I, I, I can't. If I do this anymore, there's a very good chance I'm going to end up becoming a cripple. And I really, I don't want to end up in a wheelchair, you know. I, and I'm tired of being in pain all the time. Well, then this is kind of not what I expected. Um, but uh, I guess I get to be the one that say um, the biggest words of all time here. And that's... Um, Thank you for everything that you have done in your career. And and, I'll, and I'm going to be a little selfish here because, quite honestly, this podcast would have not gone, gotten off its hinges without you. Because on the 20th of January, you came and stared my former co-host dead in the eye. And that podcast got noticed it was one of my highest rated podcasts that we ever did and you got this ball rolling here which later on put us together yeah. me and ferrari bringing you tales of the highway each and every week and i, I oh, by the way you're always welcome to come on here now that you're not wrestling all the time after this come on on we could love to have the insight as well well i mean yeah the um, podcast rock steady previous steady, to that you know, know pwe i mean mark is literally you, you were a big control you were the big, driving right. force and even prior to that I wxw mean, you were one of the main agents there so that i mean yeah. asw acw and fuw and ccw um i in new york I mean, even you weren't in technically York, running things in Empire State Wrestling, together, but you put together a all women's promotion. OSPW, yeah, in yeah, but a I time mean, where women wasn't a big women wrestling wasn't a big thing. No, but from the very beginning, I mean, even if Mark wasn't backstage running things, blood, sweat, tears, passion, time, energy, he's always always been one of the driving forces be you know he's just so passionate and driven and he's a he's a leader i mean he's really taken everything off air i did not comment to you about your cage match because i told you it was selfish because i really wanted to see you in that match because i really wanted to see a suicide messiah cage match Okay, and quite honestly, I'm ecstatic for what I got to see. As much as maybe the fans might want to turn around and say how you were, how you were moving around the ring, I was excited. I, I was like a, I, I always try to be a fan. Right. Well, you get to, you get to watch the Barbara Christmas tree. And now I get too. to see the Barbara Christmas tree. It's going to be fun. Um, I thank you guys for all the kind words. Um, I mean, here's the thing. Oh, shit. Um, you know, I, if anybody, you know, everybody wants to leave their mark on something. 
and everybody wants to leave some type of thing to, for people to remember them by, you know, when they walk away from something. And I'm not really walking away, but I'm walking away from the ring. I just hope people realize that it didn't matter how much pain I was in. It didn't matter how I was feeling. It didn't matter mentally. I mean, I have psychological problems. You guys know that. didn't matter how that was. Mm-hmm. What mattered in, in every single match, every single time, were the fans happy? Did they get their money's worth? Those were the two questions I always asked. And if they were happy and they got their money's worth and they remember me for, for putting them first, because, again, when I say that if it wasn't for the fans, we wouldn't be doing this, that's no bullshit. That 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 is straight up God's honest honest truth, and 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 I mean it with every ounce of my heart when I say that. And I hope that you know the time that I was in the ring brought some people happiness. I know some people it did. I know it pissed some people off too, but eh, I do that sometimes. But I'm hoping it brought more people happiness than anything else, uh, because that's more important to me. So, um, and and here's the thing: like I said, come out December seventh. Um, you know, come celebrate with us. Uh, it's it it is my last match. Like I said, win, lose, or draw. And I am like, I, I'm going to make this point very clear. Nate Fury, Sean Scott, and ERA. Please do not think that just because it's my last match that I'm going to lay down for you guys. I plan on beating the shit out of you guys. Um, And if I win, awesome. Then I will surrender the title to Brittany Diamond that night. If I Mm -hmm. lose, you know what? I gave 110% and I lost. I'm not going to make any excuses if I lose. My hope, I'm planning on winning. That's my hope. <laughs> that's but the plan. That's the plan, you know. But and don't think that I'm not gonna have anything to do with it. But but again, you know, it, it's wrestling. You never know what happens. If I end up losing, you know what? So I lose. I I I, I you know nobody mm-hmm. wants to go out as a loser. Uh, but I think I've done enough in my career where losing one match isn't gonna define me as a loser. Hmm. So thank you guys very much for having me. I'm sorry that I had to break news that you guys weren't expecting on your podcast. But again, it was one of those things that I promised you. Well, James wasn't expecting it. I live no, with you. I live with you. You knew, but yeah, James wasn't. And James, I do apologize for just springing this on you. I mean, I knew that you knew that it was an important announcement. You didn't know what it was. Matter of fact, you even asked me, and I had to kind of twist it a little bit. So I you apologize didn't, to so you that didn't I didn't know. tell you. But I do want to thank you for letting me come on the podcast and say it because you guys have always treated me well and I wanted to make sure that the very first place that I announced this was with you guys. Not online, not in a promo or a video, but on your podcast. That was important to me. Thank you for everything that you've done for the wonderful sport of professional wrestling. Um... I will tell you this, um, in the ring, your art is quietly going into the sunset, unfortunately, for what you do in the ring, um, the hardcore style, um, and, um, but it is best for you, and that is the important 
it's here is that your health comes first um, and with that said it's the way it is and you know nothing's going to ever change the fact of what you've done in the ring multiple multiple time tag team champion with his partner Butch Long, multiple-time singles champion, reigning Rocksteady wrestling heavyweight champion, um, a man who has done it all in the independent folks that we cover wrestling point, but from an independent scene. It's because of, of men like this who put their blood, their sweat, their tears, the 16 by 16 to 20 by 20 rings mm -hmm. to bring you entertainment all around the state of Florida here and all around the country. And all around the world. All around the world. Yeah. All around the world. I do have one request, though. One simple request. In 2020, sometime first first quarter of 2020, do you let me come on and we just talk about tales that, that Danielle oh, and I... Can it just be like an all like, tales? Like, like an all tales from the highway where we can it's tell a, you... It's a tell-all tale. I like this idea. Matter of fact, as you have just pointed it out, I think I have the great date for that and give me a moment here as i search my calendar real quick here mm. I, I have the date for this you okay? have a date for this oh, i okay. do have a date for this ladies and gentlemen and uh, as i said you know listen my phone's going a little slow here i know we're running short on time here but we're going to get it in here okay. all right so i'm going to go with january 19th sounds good to me as long yeah. as it's good as long do you know as it's good why i picked january 19th so actually, yeah. What anniversary of me coming on the show? Yes, well, it is the oh. anniversary of you coming on the show. What we're going to do is we're going to forego any of anything else for that time period, okay? And we're going to just have a bunch of tales. There's a lot of stuff we, we can't have? talk. I, no, How much I time will, do we have? I'm going to start making a list. I, I, you know what? I'm going to give you. I, you know, this is going to be sound weird, okay? I'm going to give you three hours. It did, it, You're uh, we, probably going to need it. But yeah. I, have one, I have one condition. Uh -huh. It's Tales from the Highway. Yes. Oh, trust me. There's plenty of Tales from the Highway. That means that we need to have the entire, almost, well, oh, I would say most of the, I want the tag team. I want the highway men for that one. Do you well, we make can, that range that? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we can get And even Star would probably be a good person to have too, yeah, maybe. So maybe we can make an arrangement. We'll make some calls. Highwaymen reunion on Tales from the Highway and Full of Tales. We'll make some calls. We'll make some calls. I think we can make that happen. Thank you. Yeah, we can okay. do that. Thank you. Uh, 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 by the way, I think we do that in Studio A, so that, that way if we make a mess with beer, I don't have to clean it up. Okay? I'm actually not. I won't be drinking, but the rest, the, the rest, of, the rest of you guys probably will. I'll drive that night. Okay. That's, uh, that way you can have as much as you want, okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you very much, uh, Suicide Messiah, Mark Mandrake, for coming on the show again. Thank you, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Jeremy Gomez from GCW. Um I hope you can figure out what you need to do with Jesse Cage and the Cage Cult, because uh, I know you two are splitting up the duties right now. But with all due respect, I'm appreciating everything the two of you are getting ready for WrestleMania week. Um, ladies and gentlemen, RSW6 is around the corner. Barbed wire steel, uh, Bob, sorry, barbed wire Christmas tree match. Champion Mark Mandrake defending against Nate Fury, Diamond Kid, 
and ERA. Christian Andrews, good luck to you, my friend. You're going one-on-one -on -one with the Beast. And the Cuban Assassin will be defending his Cuban Heavyweight Championship against the great Kennedy Kendrick. She gets a title shot. Finally, yeah, he got another title shot. There we go. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, for the queen of the highway. Thank you, guys, and thank you to my best friend and partner in crime over here, Mark Mandrake. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you very much. For the Suicide Messiah, thank you very much again for everything you've done. And I, I, I want to say this. Thank you for bringing me into this wonderful family of Outbreak Entertainment. Thank you for everything that you've done. Yeah, thank you. You've done a hell of a lot of work. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I want to sit here and say thank you over and over again, but I really have to pee. And we're any normal Mark Mandrake fashion, ladies and gentlemen. Have a wonderful evening, and we will see you in two weeks. Remember, next week, no show. Um, recovering, um, and wish me luck. Prayers are most certainly wanted. And you have a fantastic weekend, and we will see you just after Thanksgiving.